This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative Episode 189 A sitcom review in chronological order. From the SFPP and Television Center, take it away, Mark. Thank you, announcer Bod, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. Let's continue with the sitcoms of 1992. Flying Blind premiered on Fox on September 13, 1992, at 10 p.m. This show might have been too sophisticated for Fox at that time. Corey Parker plays Neil, a milquetoast guy who somehow winds up in a relationship with vivacious Alicia, Taylioni. Michael Tucci played his dad-slash-boss, and Marcus Giamatti, his scheming office mate. Neil later loses the job, moves in with Alicia, and now has to deal with roommates, Jordan, a hippie, Robert Bauer, and neurotic Megan, Clea Lewis. He gets a job with an eccentric film producer, played by Charles Rocket. We covered Michael Tucci on episode 150 for It's Gary Shandling Show, and we'll cover Taya Leone and Clea Lewis when we get to their better-known series. Corey Parker was acting by the age of four and attended the High School of Performing Arts, a.k.a. the Fame School. He's also a member of the Actors Studio. Films include Nine and a Half Weeks, Biloxi Blues, along with TV's 30-something, Blue Skies, Love Boat the Next Wave, Playing the Doctor, and Will and Grace. He is segued to being an acting coach. Marcus Giamatti is the older brother of Paul Giamatti. Films include Necessary Roughness and Jimmy Hollywood, with TV work on Another World, Judging Amy as Peter, Big Time in Hollywood, Florida, Bosch Legacy, and a lot of guest spots. Marcus is also a bass guitarist, working with multiple L.A. bands, and is currently a professor of theater at Temple. Robert Bauer's career includes acting in films This is Spinal Tap, The Sure Thing, The Big Picture, Father of the Bride, and TV's Twin Peaks, along with producing on TV, Head Case, Dinner with Don, which he also directed and wrote, and the film Waitress. Charles Rocket began work making short films, fronting bands on accordion, and working as a local news anchor. His first TV role was on SNL during the Gene Dumanian era, just after the original cast and Lorne Michaels left. He was promoted as a cross between Chevy Chase and Bill Murray, placed in the Weekend Update anchor chair, so his local TV anchor work came in handy. Unfortunately, he let an F-bomb slip on live TV. Rocket and Domanian were let go, and NBC sports producer Dick Ebersol was brought in to write the ship. This lasted exactly one episode, and during a retooling period, a writer's strike ended the season. When the show returned, only two cast members remained, Joe Piscopo and Eddie Murphy. Meanwhile, Rocket went on to films Earth Girls Are Easy, Dancing with Wolves, Hocus Pocus, Shortcuts, Winning a SAG Award, 
Dumb and Dumber, Murder at 1600, and TV's Max Headroom, Murphy's Law, Moonlighting, Tequila and Benetti, The Home Court, Normal Ohio, and Touched by an Angel. He also did some video game voice work. Rocket committed suicide in 2005. Flying Blind actually did well critically, with Entertainment Weekly declaring it so well-written, so zippily sexy, that it immediately stands out among Fox's usual run of self-consciously crude comedies. Despite this, the show only lasted a single season and has never come out on DVD. It probably would have had a better fit on NBC. It might have run for years there. Found an episode on YouTube, the opening theme, A Million Miles Away, is performed by David Byrne. A possible consummation between Neil and Alicia is blocked when a young artist she knows needs help. Corey basically plays Neil as Woody Allen. It's pretty obvious. There's a lot of overacting going on here. Franny's Turn premiered on CBS on September 13, 1992, at 8 p.m. Miriam Margulies stars as a middle-aged woman in Staten Island, along with her TV husband, Tomas Millian. Also in the house are her mother, Alice Drummond, and their son and daughter, Phoebe Augustine and Stevie Peskoski. Franny works as a seamstress for boss Taylor Negron, working alongside Latanya Richardson. We covered Alice Drummond on episode 106 for Park Place and Taylor Negron on episode 97 for Detective School. Miriam Margulies OBE was born in Oxford and wound up acting in the Cambridge Footlights. She also represented her school on University Challenge, a live show where she may have been the first person to utter the F-bomb on British TV. Her voice led to audio work, including soft porn audio, as well as Cadbury's Caramel Rabbit. There's also The Water Margin, The Count of Monte Cristo, Monkey, The Thief and the Cobbler, Babe, Mulan, Rugrats, James and the Giant Peach, and a Sandman podcast playing Despair. In terms of live action, there's film, Reds, Yentl, Little Shop of Horrors, Pacific Heights, The Age of Innocence, Winning a BAFTA, and TV's Words and Pictures, World of Laughter, Take a Letter, Mr. Jones, Crown Court, Jackanory, A Kick Up the 80s, Black Adder, Oliver Twist, A Little Princess, Moon Anchor, The Phoenix and the Carpet, Trolled, Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries, Bucket, Botter Snakes and Gumbles, and Call the Midwife. But she may be best remembered for her role of Mrs. Sprout in the Harry Potter films. Margulies also appeared in Broadway's Wicked. She was an original London cast member. She's politically active and has had some controversies over racist comments. Thomas Millian was the son of a Cuban general, and when his father was arrested, he moved to the U.S. and was a student of Lee Strasberg. This led to dozens of films in Italy, including some spaghetti westerns. Later U.S. films, The Boxer, JFK, Amistad, Traffic, winning a SAG award, Franny's turn was his only regular TV role. Million passed in 2017. Phoebe Augustine had previously been in the cast of Twin Peaks, playing Ronette. Stevie Peskoski provided the voice of Johnny Arcade on Video Power. 
and went on to Windy Acres, Brotherhood, Law and Order, and Big Dogs. Latanya Richardson met future husband Samuel L. Jackson when they were both attending college. She made it to Broadway in A Raisin in the Sun with a Tony Nom, To Kill a Mockingbird, The Piano Lesson, Directing, and Pearly Victorious. Films include Fried Green Tomatoes, Malcolm X, Lorenzo's Oil, Sleepless in Seattle, The Fighting Temptations, and TV's 100 Center Street, Blue Bloods, and Grey's Anatomy. Franny's turn did not take long. Six episodes with one never airing. This was the first creation of uber-producer Chuck Lorre, who was just coming off writing for Roseanne. Lorre must have spent some time cleaning the show off the internet, could only find a promo. Hearts of Fire premiered on CBS on September 14, 1992, at 8.30 p.m. John Ritter, coming off dramedy Hooperman, and Marky Post, coming off Night Court, we'll talk about that in a minute, co-star as John, conservative assistant to an aging senator, played by George Gaines, and liberal journalist Georgie. They begin a relationship and are married by the end of season one. Bea Richards plays Georgie's old nanny, and Ed Asner, her father, in a recurring role. Billy Bob Thornton plays a fellow staffer, along with Beth Broderick and Adam Carl. Wendy Jo Sperber plays Thornton's wife. The show then takes an abrupt turn in Season 2, as John returns to his southern town to take over a failing newspaper, with Georgie and his two kids, Justin Burnett, later J. Schuyler Testa, and Clark Duke, following him there. Thornton's character inexplicably moves there along with them with a daughter played by Doran Fine. There's a new supporting cast. Conchata Farrell plays an advice columnist and Leslie Jordan, a printer. We covered John Ritter for Three's Company on episode 84, George Gaines on episode 122 for Punky Brewster, Bea Richards on episode 53 for the non-controversial 1968 Pudding Guy show, Ed Asner on episode 56 for The Mary Tyler Moore Show, Wendy Jo Sperber on episode 104 for Bosom Buddies, Conchata Farrell on episode 65 for Hot L. Baltimore, and Leslie Jordan on episode 161 for The People Next Door. We'll soon cover Marky Post as well. Billy Bob Thornton was raised as part of an extended family, his mother was a psychic, in an Arkansas shack with no electricity or plumbing. A good ball player, he tried out for the Kansas City Royals, but was released after an injury. By the mid-80s, he moved to L.A. to pursue acting. A chance meeting with Billy Wilder, while he was a waiter, got him to consider screenwriting. Years later, Thornton would go on to write and direct Sling Blade, winning an Oscar for writing and a nom for Best Actor, along with two SAG noms, a WGA and Spirit Win. Other films include For the Boys, Indecent Proposal, Tombstone, Primary Colors, Armageddon, A Simple Plan, Oscar, SAG, Golden Globe Nom, Monsters Ball, Love Actually, Bandits, Golden Globe Nom, 
The Man Who Wasn't There, Golden Globe Nom, Bad Santa, Golden Globe Nom. His TV work includes The Outsiders, Evening Shade, Fargo, with Emmy and SAG noms and a Golden Globe win, and Goliath, another Golden Globe win. Thornton is also a drummer and singer and has released multiple albums. Beth Broderick made her debut in adult films, moving on to Stealing Home and The Bonfire of the Vanities. TV work includes The Five Mrs. Buchanans, Lost, Under the Dome, Sharp Objects, but is best known as Aunt Zelda on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Justin Burnett earlier had a run on Dynasty and has had several guest TV roles. Hearts of Fire was Clark Duke's first role. He went on to TV's Clark and Michael, Greek, The Office with a SAG nomination, Two and a Half Men, I'm Dying Up Here, Veronica Mars, Inside Job, and films Superbad, Kick-Ass, Hot Tub Time Machine, Bad Moms, and Arkansas, which he produced and directed, with voice work on The Crudes. Doran Fain later had a run on Days of Our Lives. Hearts of Fire was created by Linda Bloodworth Thompson of Designing Women fame and was intended as a parody of 1992 Washington, D.C. The show actually did well in season one, 2.5 on the Bazinga scale, but then dropped out of the top 30 after that. It did manage to eke out three seasons, with the final episode never aired. The early episodes included political cameos, including Bill Clinton's half-brother Roger and Hillary's father, Hugh Rodham. There was even a cameo crossover from Dave's World with Harry Anderson, post-Night Court co-star. You can find at least season one on Plex, and a DVD set is available. I found the pilot episode on YouTube. John's family life is falling apart before Georgie shows up. Thornton aces every line he's given. There's a lot of talent here. Just seems a bit busy. So I mentioned the series Night Court. When I write up bios for a show's cast, I search all my show notes to make sure I haven't already covered them. If so, I indicate the episode involved. When I saw Marky Post in the last entry, I did that search, and despite multiple attempts, nothing. Somehow, I missed her earlier series. It's such a major show that we will discuss it in our next episode. Announcer Bot, how can the folks find us online? Go to sfpodcastnetwork.com to get the feed, other SF podcasts, and blogs. Subscribe via your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review. You can email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Like us at facebook.com slash sfppn. Check out Instagram at sfpodnetwork. Call us at 614-321-9737. That's 614-321-9SFP. Back to you, Mark. Well, I'm filing this episode in the archive. Tune in next time.